Welcome to Memoirs of Millennial Women Podcast with your hosts, Brittany, Chanel, Alicia, and Lexi. Four unique women spill the tea on their views on relationships. Did I think I was going to marry this man? No. Sex. I'm going to catch that blessing to me. What? Yeah. Business. Invest. Make as much money as I possibly can. And everything in between. All a woman wants is a choice. Let's get to it. I'm lit. Memoirs of Millennial Women. Y'all ready for this podcast? Hey y'all, welcome back. It's your girl Brittany once again. And I'm Lexi. It's your girl Alicia. Hey, it's Chanel. Everybody's at the table. Hi guys. What's up? Hi. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> hey. How is everyone? You know, we gotta check in, see how everybody's doing. All right. I'm Busy. tired. I'm tired. <laughs> Let me guess. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant, but I'm tired. I feel like I got beat up. Oh, I don't feel like that. Who smacked you up? What happened? Work. Dang, girl. Time for making Yes, I'll be like, huh? Let me look at my PTO. Yeah. Boy, yeah, because you are going into the office, so. Yeah. And doing a lot of moving. Yeah, because like, you can't do your job remote, can you? Absolutely not. I cannot. Sucks to suck. Right. <laughs> I can't even like say, I feel your pain. <laughs> I got to go in. It's weird. All right. Which really sucks. <laughs> that sucks for you. Uh, yeah, actually, technically, I'm gonna be out except for her. She, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> just be at home chilling. Let's be nice. One day, we will all be we're blessed enough to be. Girl, they still be getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, that we ain't gotta be in person, so it's right. So I got you. I mean, sometimes it takes the weight off the nerves. You know, whatever. So we're going to jump in. Okay, this isn't necessarily trending, but every week I see something about these two. So I think we might as well talk about it. <laughs> Lori Harvey and your man, Michael B. How do y'all feel? I'm happy to see him. endeavors. Yes. I'm happy to see him dating a black girl. I'm just happy to see, see him with a black woman. Right, that's what I said. I'm like, I'm all for it. That part. Okay. And he that's looks the, really happy. What's your session now? He looks really happy. Yeah, they both look happy. They do look happy. Okay. It's better than future. Oh, okay, anything better than him. Hey, you know, as trash as we know he is, apparently it's a common theme for people, women, to say that he's actually very charming. And that's I like, can believe it. That's how I he can believe it. In. And then he smacks him with the BS, you know. He gotta be charming to have about 10 kids. <laughs> that man got a whole village. Okay. Oh, I'm sure. I bet you he's extremely charming. I'm sure. Okay. Everybody get an AP watch. You get the ride in the rolls. Uh, you on vacation. You might get mentioned in a song. And then he cheated on you 10 times. <laughs> I saw somebody said you gotta go through future to get your glow up. Sierra went through future. <laughs> They got Russell. Lori had future. Now she got Michael B. <laughs> At least Lori made it out without a baby. Right. Yeah. So that was a win. She yeah. made it out without being a baby mama. I don't like the people who hating on her, like, about her date. She's dating. 
That's what she's supposed to do. Exactly. Fame it. Why can't? What are they saying? Why can't she date? No, we're not saying us. We're just in social media. Like, there's a, a audience that feels like she's being a hoe. I'm like, how do you get that when you don't know what she's been doing or have not been doing with either of these men? She's been saying right. them. And she's not obligated to anybody. That's some people's problem. They be trying to move fast. You need to weigh out your options, honey. Okay. Go <laughs> write a book, girl. Write a book. A new man every quarter. <laughs> I'm for it. Well, it looks like that's cute. She I don't think her mama. Right. Oh, she do. And that she do. <laughs> mama the real. She the OG. <laughs> Man, let's, let's rewind that back. Marjorie, you write a book. How that? Okay. Right. Lori, the one who, uh, she ain't taking none of the uh, precautions from Think Like a Man. She writing her own book. And that's the one I want. No, look, that's the one she read that. And she was like, oh, I ain't doing none of that. So... <laughs> And her mama said, no, let me tell you how I got your daddy. Well, not right. your daddy, but your now stepdaddy. Well, you know. right. Or the daddy, too, because, you know, he had... So, both of them, really. Yup. Oh. Oh. And they were cousins. Girl, I just saw something like that today on TikTok about a whole breakdown of all of that. I was just like... <gasps> well, people were saying they're either brothers. Because, like, years ago, I heard they were brothers. Not the same with cousins, but so she can potentially like her cousins. They like they could be like siblings and cousins at the same time. That's too much. <laughs> That's another show. Hold on, we gotta talk about this. Right. Boy, I, ain't, I ain't hear all that. I ain't hear all that. <laughs> we go move on. Let me write along. <laughs> Today we are oh, talking- baby daddies. <laughs> right, speaking mm-hmm. of baby daddies. Today we are talking about pregnancy. <laughs> So, obviously, the only one of us is pregnant, Chanel, but we all have our <laughs> our thoughts, our fears. Maybe she could clear up some stuff that she's learned along the way. So just Child, in general, I can't like, clear up none I, of your thoughts and your fears, but I could tell you my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know. You might be able to get some insight. So, especially after you have a baby, because I will be asking you a million questions. Anyway, so how, in general, like, how do y'all feel about pregnancy? Does everybody want kids? Not want kids? Alicia, <laughs> you better not answer this question. Because sometimes, like, it's like a 50-50. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, having kids sounds like a good idea. And then I, okay, I can't say what I was going to say. So then I might uh, watch somebody's kids, and I'd be like, oh, no, I don't know. You can go back to your mama, and I like that. And I can go back home to peace and quiet, so... I don't know. But people, I say that too, and people always say, you know, other people's kids do not act that way when they're with their parents. But I, I was like, sometimes I haven't seen little Billy in the store <laughs> showing out, and he's with his mother. So what's your excuse? <laughs> right. Exactly. So uh, I don't know, but I guess it just depends. Um, my thoughts on pregnancy. Um, I mean, I was Lexi. Some days I'm just. Well, kind of like Lexi. There's some days where I'm like, oh, a kid would be nice. Like, that would be cool, you know, to have a little kid. And then there's some days where I'm just like, oh, I am so good. I will not have any kids whatsoever. Child, you are going to have kids. I'm just at the place where I'm like, I like where my life is. And if I didn't have kids, I wouldn't feel like less of a woman. Like, you hear that, like, some people feel like they feel less of a woman, like, 
No, that doesn't define me. I didn't, I don't have dreams of being a mother. Like I'm okay if that doesn't happen. And if I met a guy and he didn't want kids, that's not a deal breaker for me. And if he wanted kids, I'm down with it too, because I'm not canceled. Like I'm not canceled family. Like I'm not, I'm not canceling, like not having kids. It's just really not my focus or at my forefront right now. Right. It could go either way and you'd be happy either way. That's the beauty of it. Like, there's no expectation. There's no pressure. It's just like, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. I'm good either way. That's a good way to feel about it. I want, I do want kids. I do. But I noticed as I get older, I'm like, okay. Obviously, I wanted to wait till I was ready. Everybody in my family did not wait till they were ready. <laughs> so most of them are like, well, do you want them? Because you ain't had them already. All of them had kids. Like, I want to say the latest that I know probably like 24 was the latest. So between like 17 and 24, most of the women in my family started having kids. Mm -hmm. Except for me and one of my cousins. <laughs> so they're like, do y'all want kids? Are y'all motherly? I can't see it. And I'm like, I got stuff to do. I'm trying to make my goals. I ain't got time to Exactly. <laughs> I'm not even an adult at 24. Like, I'm still figuring out who I am. Girl, yeah, I definitely. Me at 24. I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, I definitely wasn't ready to have no kids at 24, mm -hmm. child. No, I was somewhere like, on the floor. My mom was married with two kids. No, at my age, my mom was married with two kids too. That don't well, sound like a dream to me. At my <laughs> age, at my age, my mother was living her best life. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> live, live, live. What time have you? When she was 31. 31. 31. My mom was 25. I think she was like 25. She on our path. Oh, we on our path. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. That's what But yeah, so I've always just wanted to wait till I was more established. And people be like, are so rude about it. How do y'all, that is one of my pet peeves. When you go have kids, do you want kids? Is it your business? People ask me that the most, my coworkers. That's such an awkward question. I think it's a rude well, I'll just say I think it's a rude question knowing all the things that I know about multiple friends who have had like miscarriages and stuff and how it's a blessing to be able to be able mm -hmm. to get pregnant and carry a child. But I will say some people ask out of ignorance and then some people some people ask because they're genuinely excited for, you know, people to have kids. So I don't think that everybody means it in a like in a bad way. But it can be interpreted bad to a lot of right. people. I don't think most of the time it's meant to come off malicious. But if you're not being thoughtful of the person, you don't know anything about them. You don't know if they lost children, like you said, had miscarriages, can't get pregnant, and they've been trying. You don't know any of that. It's very intrusive. Like that's very that question alone could be triggering to somebody, right? right. But I, people just are so they don't. Think about it, because they're so selfish. You don't think uh, mo most people in today's society don't think about how other mm -hmm. people are gonna feel once that words come out of their mouth. Like I'm not gonna lie, when certain people ask me that, I'd be in my head like, I don't have kids because I don't want to be like you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but I'm like, bruh, you struggle this whole guy snarky with some kept asking me, and I'm like. And it was one lady in particular at my job. She kept asking, like, you getting older? You know, your, your eggs start to die when you get 35. I'm like, ma'am. Oh, my God. So, she said that? She said all this. 
we ain't friends. I don't talk to her outside of work. So one day I snapped on her. I was just like, don't you complain about your kids all the time? Why would I want that? Ooh. Ooh. You weren't ready. You, 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 you say you need help. You weren't married. I just got married. And she was like, I didn't need it. Like, the well, it came off that way. Exactly. Mm. And let's be real. A lot of people did not plan their kids, okay? And I, I don't... And me, I know that. That was... And, not, and, like, no shade or anything. Like, that's just not a situation that I want to be in just because of things that I've seen other people struggle and go through. And I do not want my kids to have to deal with all of that. And so that's something I would rather plan than Agreed. pop up. And I'm gonna be a thousand percent honest. Chanel is the only person I've known to plan a pregnant like plan to get pregnant and stick Same. to the timeline. Anybody Same. else accident, they they didn't know it was gonna happen. <laughs> I'm like, if you could plan something, if you can't, if you can't, why not? And since we're talking about planning, like me specifically, why like I'm kind of on the fence about it too, because I have like a genetic disorder. So it's like a 50-50 chance that I'll pass it on. So for me, if I do have kids, I'm not even going to get pregnant like the natural way. Like I have to go through genetic IVF selection and everything just to make sure that I'm not passing that on to my offspring. So like I have a lot to even consider it. So it's not like, okay, let's try for a baby. Like, that's not going to work for me. I can't even do that. That's another reason people shouldn't be asking. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why y'all should mind our business. So <laughs> <laughs> Chanel, you planned your pregnancy. Did you always know you wanted to get pregnant at 30 or you just knew when you're 30? Uh, I never had an age I wanted to get pregnant. I wanted to get married. Like. Right. I wasn't going to have a baby until I was married. So I guess the timing just worked out for me. You know, um, I really didn't have an age of like getting pregnant at 30 or 31. I just knew I wanted a child. And yeah, after being married, we were like, okay, let's have a baby. I mean, that's how it was. And, you know, I was scared just like every other person. I didn't know if I could have a baby. Like, I didn't know if it was going to be easy or hard. That's why I didn't really tell nobody except y'all. But, um, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm tired of being pregnant, but I'm excited. (laughs) <laughs> I'm excited too. Oh my god, Mama's here! <laughs> we can't wait to be. And you are literally probably gonna have just a couple more weeks. By the time y'all listen to this, I might not even be pregnant no more. That is true. That is true. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot wait to spoil your baby. Oh my god. <laughs> y'all just pray because my husband keeps leaving me and it keeps making me so scared like he keeps traveling for like uh, oh you said Cornell is traveling yeah like he's going to Texas this weekend and I'm like uh it's getting kind of close I'm down the street right Right. (laughs) and my mom's going to be out of town for the next week and a half and I'm like y'all are really leaving me and I'm starting to get scared Y'all gonna be having the baby by yourself? <laughs> no, I won't. One of y'all, will, one of y'all will be right there at the hospital with me. And <laughs> we can't go in the room. Uh huh. I can have one person. Your mom will be there. 
No, not if if not if it's in a week and a half. Oh, she's going out of town. Uh, I thought you mm-hmm. said somebody else. My Ooh. mom is going out of town for a week and a half, and my husband's just gonna be gone for the weekend. Okay. Well, regardless, you have a lot of people that love you. Somebody be there. Okay. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be. My there. mama can be there. She don't go nowhere. Right, right. You won't be alone. All right. Yeah, she might know. She might not come to the hospital though. So what? What all does it take, like in preparation for the like first like month? What you mean have sex? Huh? What you mean have sex? That that's how you have a baby. I just told you I ain't never been pregnant before. I don't know. That's how you have a baby. What you're not supposed to be doing. That's why you have a baby. You have sex all the time. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, we did buy the ovulation test. I mean, that's just because I was being extra. That's not extra. No, that's not you. See, you misinterpreted my question. That's why you said that. Oh. I said in preparation, like when it, this is your last stretch, the home stretch. Oh, I thought you were talking about preparation to getting pregnant. Girl, no. I know where babies come from. Don't oh. <laughs> <laughs> past that point. Oh. We, we know where that happens. We know what it takes to have a baby. Right. That's why, that's why I was like, I don't understand your question. Girl, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame your pregnancy brain. Um, in the last month, <laughs> your last trimester, the month before, 36 weeks, all of it, what is the major things that you had to do to prepare? Aside from, like, set up the nursery, that's a given. Most people do that. Mm, not Chanel. She been did hers way before. Right. I mean, like, does the doctor tell you to do anything specific or it's just, like, you just waiting? You just, just sitting there waiting. You just waiting. And don't you have doctor's I mean, appointments every week now? Is it like that? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you could walk and stuff. And, I mean, technically my answer was correct. You can have sex. Um, but... Oh. But I mean, technically, like they told me, the baby gonna come when the baby wanna come. Like, it's nothing for you to do. I mean, clean, clean up. I mean, stuff to just get your mind off the baby, pack your hospital bag. But outside of that, no, you just walking around miserable until the baby comes. Like, <laughs> just walk around hope he on just pop it, out like these last pockets. weeks are really hard. Like. Their head has dropped. They're heavy. We're getting all sorts of Braxton Hicks and cramps. And you're tired and you're sleepy and you're just annoyed. Like, you're just waiting. I wish you would stop slapping your stomach like that. You hit him. Well, that's because he's... That's because he's kicking me. I'm just returning a favor. Oh, Lord. <laughs> not returning. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling him, no hitting. No hitting. <laughs> okay. So, did you, does anybody have, like, fears of pregnancy or, like, concerns? Me? I'm terrified. I mean, I know you're ter- <laughs> terrified to push. You're scared. Hey, you don't do pain well. <laughs> I can tell you what my main concern is, because y'all know what it's like for black women with having pregnancies and, you know, giving birth and the doctor is not believing you when you're in pain. Now you don't bled out and die. And they thinking that ibuprofen is supposed to fix everything. Like, no. 
I think that's why it was really important for me to find like a black doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because that Lexi was one of my fears as well, because I had heard so many horror stories about it. But um, yeah, I feel very comfortable. I don't have a fear about like um, not being taken care of. But I think a part of that is like I'm I'm delivering at the like, I think Northside is like in the top three of the world hospital for delivering babies. So that made me quite comfortable. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you but yeah, like Lexi, I feel the same way. Like, I was just looking up stuff before we had this. And there were so many articles and stories about, you know, complications that Black women face that they didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Because the staff that was handling them were essentially negligent or, you know, ignoring their complaints. And I remember way back when, even when Serena uh, Williams was having her baby, she said she almost died because the doctor didn't listen to her. And mm-hmm. somebody uh, came in for a second opinion. Like, oh, yeah, that, that's pretty scary. My, my cousin was in a similar situation. Like, she went home and she was setting up infection. And, like, before she left the hospital, she was telling them, like, she didn't feel right. She was in a lot of pain. Like, she doesn't feel good. And I was just trying to give her, the, oh, oh, no, you just gave birth. You're, you're going to feel like that. And then, then she goes back to the hospital. She was infected. And then whatever, because she had a C-section. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot. And she was in the hospital for over a week. Mm-hmm. And so had they just listened to her the first time, so much could have been avoided. Yeah, I'm definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime I have a problem, I call the emergency hotline and I don't care how stupid that they think that what I'm asking sounds. I always just ask Um, because that's one thing my doctor told me, like, no, no question is a stupid question. So just like ask whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, just keep it moving. I mean, you're right. I'd rather ask and be like, oh, that's normal versus not ask. And then I'm like, why didn't you come to the doctor? That's uh-uh. And then it's their job to answer the question. You're getting paid. So answer my question. True. And speaking of which, so one of the articles I found was from Healthline. And what Chanel said, they were giving basically tips on what you could do as a pregnant black woman in this world <laughs> with these racist people that to run businesses and things is the one they suggest is choose a black doctor. Now we all know just because you're black that don't mean you're going to be the best doctor in the world. Sure However, starting with rule number one, I, you'll at least see me as a person. <laughs> I got time to play them games, guessing games to figure out whether you're going to you know, be that or not. Another thing they say is the like practice self-care Try to, of course, minimize your stress, get your social support. Um, and it said to learn to find and manage trauma. Like if you're experiencing mm-hmm. it, like try to deal with it and try some holistic healing. Um, have y'all heard any other tips? Like just in general, talking to pregnant friends, reading, listening. Show well, what I can say, you can go to vitals.com and like you can find like where people left reviews on doctors and like different nurses and everything. So that's another way like you can find and choose a doctor that's healthy for you. Because some people, they'll tell you the truth like, oh yeah, I went in there. I felt like they was being racist and they weren't listening to me. Like it's like legit reviews on there like that too. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
That's good. Yeah, and I've just heard a lot of people say to get you in a doula because you just want somebody who's there to vouch for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just Except that. during COVID, you can't do that because it's like one person and one person only. Yeah. So I, based on what we were told, some hospitals are allowing one person and some people are allowing two if you have a doula. So I guess it just depends. During COVID right now. So I guess it just depends on where you're having your baby. Oh, ladies, well, I ain't got to worry about that no time soon. So probably by the time I have kids. Uh, <laughs> like by the time I have kids, like COVID, prayerfully, Lord willing, I didn't expect it. I'm going to be real. I didn't expect it to last this long. I don't think I anybody did. did. Not this long. That's we okay. We done okay. surpassed the year. They weren't doing anything. I didn't have high expectations for the Americas. Well, <laughs> after I have my baby, I'm getting a vaccine. So. You said after you have a baby? Yep. Right there, too. right there in the hospital. Good for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. I'm gonna get it. Well, y'all one. Us how y'all feel? <laughs> <laughs> y'all just let us know. Oh, you don't have other vaccines before, so. I know. I'm just saying. Hopefully, y'all don't have too bad of side effects. Cause I've heard some hey. like for real sick, like dog sick, throwing up diarrhea sick. So. Yeah, I've heard I mean, that you're gonna for like get that one day. COVID anyway, so. Oh well, I don't want either one. <laughs> <laughs> they won't give it to pregnant women right now because it hasn't been tested. But all of our doctors are like um, recommending that after we have the baby, just get it while we're right there in the hospital. I would recommend it too. Won't it affect your milk? Um, I know people right now who have had it who are breastfeeding and it hasn't. Okay. So just not directly in the bloodstream, but milk would be okay. Mm-hmm. Bodies are interesting. Because I would have thought it would have been a no-go period. Like, you can't give that to the baby at all. In the baby get vaccines when they come out the womb, so... Right. Well, get like, it's still kind of... Oh, vaccines? Huh? Well, no, they ain't going to get no COVID vaccine. I'm just saying. So, like... I'm not against vaccines. I'm talking about the COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Two different things. Two different things. Hey, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to be here longer. <laughs> so we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let us know how they go. For sure. For sure. For sure. What else has changed just in general about like well, you may not know, like, what was different giving birth pre-COVID. I have no earthly idea. I never had a yeah. baby before. We need somebody else. Listeners, <laughs> y'all done had a baby. <laughs> tell us what was different. I know somebody that had one then and one now. So y'all can tell us. Somebody write in and tell us. Well, That's okay, because... Speaking um, of COVID, have y'all seen those videos of, like, babies who were, like born like right before COVID so they're like these COVID babies and I've seen like a lot of videos on TikTok where they're like, finally going out in public so they're seeing all these new faces and the babies are like oh, so excited and then this one video I watched this little girl like every little box that she sees she thinks it's supposed to disperse hand sanitizer <laughs> <laughs> no. these babies are going to be raised in a different era like all right. I think yeah. we're going to raise you know it's going to raise a lot of introverts because they not getting out there to meet people or to see people, you know? 
introverts, they just not gonna know how to interact with people. Right. Like, no, kids probably gonna be so selfish. They're used to just being with their family right. or they're just their siblings and then going out to the role. They're like, I have to share. Right. <laughs> Behavioral changes is gonna be big for sure. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm waiting on the first baby that's named Corona. I, I know somebody got a kid named Corona. They name him one. I know it. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, watch. Somebody's gonna name that child Corona. I know it. I mean, I you're right. I wouldn't be surprised because there's some real interesting names in this world. So yeah. <laughs> you're right. It probably already exists, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, so what would be like some of the things that y'all are scared of like having a baby? Like I'm, what- saying, I'm gonna be because y'all know my friend, she worked, she's an L and D nurse. I'm scared to rip. I done heard so many horror stories. Like I know that just sound like so small, but I'm just scared of like the pain oh, down here. Like <laughs> Like, I think about it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Because, like, I have, and even, like, even, like, the contractions, like, I have really severe cramps that make me kind of, like, want to pass out, I'd be dizzy and throwing up. So, I'm like, imagine contractions. Like, I don't, the pain. That's honestly. Yeah. Realistically, I, because I do want children, you're all, all, you have all these automatic thoughts. Like, what if I'm one of those people that can't get pregnant? Or... What if I do get pregnant? I have a bunch of miscarriages. Are we gonna do IVF? Would you want to adopt if it was a real bad situation? Like all these things come through my right. head, and then and then like actually being pregnant is like, am I gonna be completely miserable the whole nine months? Because everybody's pregnancy ain't sunshine and rainbows, right? Some people have some people be bedridden, and a bad first half. Some is great all the way through. Some is horrible all the way through. So it's like, what type of pregnant woman will I be? Um, and then, yeah, obviously, the big ordeal first. And like, what's gonna happen? Cause so, like, it's a it's a traumatic experience to your bodies. We were built for it, but a lot of things happen. Like she said, you could rip. It's just so much. I ain't even pregnant, yet, and I'm, I was sitting here in my head like, dang, like you really gotta take that baby home. Like it's yours. You can't give it back. <laughs> Well, that's why you having a baby. I know, right. I know. It's like, because you're like, hold on, wait. There's yeah, no like, I can't, can't change no my mind. <laughs> like, this but I think, wrong. like, the closer you get to delivery, like, your mind starts to change and, like, it just kind of, like, equips itself to be ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's what everybody told me, and I've kind of noticed it right now as I'm going through it. But, um... I'm sure like those instincts pop pop on, you know, because I love other people's kids. But I, I'm sometimes like Lexi, like I could take you back home. But this kid is going to be with me like all the time. But I'm really excited. Like, I'm not scared of that part. Like, I'm excited that I'm going to get to be around a little baby all the time. And when I'm not, then I'll just take her to one of y'all. <laughs> take her to one of y'all. She casually just works. <laughs> I mean, passed right along. Alicia, Alicia, don't be your godchild like that. (laughs) I'm just scared. I might. I know this song really make too much sense, but it does. Like, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, oh my gosh, am I gonna do everything wrong? Like, I know you can't break a baby, but it's just like they're so fragile, and it's just like, 
What do I do? I just think YouTube University is great for all aspects. I mean, I mean, you can watch a video, but I just feel like when it's like in your hands, it's just you like YouTube University. Cute. Absolutely, I study YouTube every night. Ask Alicia. What? How am I know what to do? Uh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Grandchild over here. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. My mom talk about it's it took her six hours to give me my first bath because I was so small and she was scared. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just how do you do anything? You, you try and you just you, you go for it. That's your ability as carefully as possible. <laughs> I'm sure we all are intelligent enough to know the absolute no-goes. Right, yeah. Yeah, obviously. So <laughs> if y'all if y'all weren't <laughs> able to have kids, what would you uh like adopt a newborn? Oh, I always said I've always been open to adoption. But I've always said if I was to ever adopt a child, they would have to be like five years old. I still like five because I need you to know that I'm not your your biological mother. Mm-hmm. I would never want to be in that position where later on you find a document or you realize you look different than everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like things like that. Right. Or a cousin or an uncle accidentally says something, you know, and I would never have to have that conversation like, you lied to me my whole life. Right. You're not my mother. You're not my dad. Like I would never want to have to go through that situation. Because then it's like, on the flip side, it's like, if you knew you're adopted, you have the right to explore, you right. know, your biological parents. I can't keep that from you either. Like, right. I just wouldn't want to go through the whole trials of going through and having that conversation and then the trauma with all that. Nah. But I'm you wouldn't want to just get a, I, you wouldn't want to just adopt a newborn and then tell them? I think that would be my route. Because I do, no. I, love oh. <laughs> I do. I love babies. I love the baby stage, and I think girl, the baby stage lasts twelve months, right? I mean, to go like that. I mean, like the young stage, like from birth to four, like really opposite. It's only cute till they two. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's speaking she from auntie experience. But. I, I want I want that stage. I want to experience that stage with a, a child. So if it came so out and we had to adopt, I, it would be a newborn. And I would just tell them, probably at five, we'd have to have a discussion about different types of families in their, in a, in their language they can understand. And we just tell them. So, and I feel like when they know a little bit, and when you tell them at like five, six, seven, Versus sixteen, the reaction is right. <laughs> way, way different. <laughs> way, way different. Because I know some some parents opt to wait, like wait till they're eighteen, wait till they're adult. That's stupid. It's too long. And definitely with internet and stuff now, and stuff like ancestry DNA, like you can find out so much and just blow up that kid's whole world. Like, why would you hide that? Yeah, no. I have to tell them like, hey, you know. There are different types of families. People go through different things. People get babies different ways. This mm-hmm. is how we got you. Right. And if you want to learn more about your other family, like, I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't care. I wouldn't be offended. And, like, I know somebody personally who is kind of in that situation, and they haven't told the child. I'm just like, you should probably do that because the child has internet and 
now around all these different adults. And like Alicia said, you never know. Somebody could be trying to be spiteful. They accidentally say something or purposely say something. And that's not how you want your child to find out. Man, I got, okay. Ooh, so this is lady at my job. <laughs> I'm trying to tell her to tell her daughter for the longest time. So technically- How old is her daughter? She's eight. Okay. No, she might be seven. I think she's seven. Technically, she's the aunt. Oh, like the movies. She's technically the aunt. Biologically speaking, she is the aunt. But she's had her since she was a baby because really? one of her siblings just had so many kids, couldn't, wasn't taking care of them, couldn't take care of them. She decided to take one of them. And that baby grew up like that. That's my mom, 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 right? Don't know nothing else. And, and does she still go around her and thinks of the brother as uncle? I'm like, y'all need to tell this little girl at some point because it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> and does other people in the family know this? Yes, everybody knows. Okay, and see, and that's the problem because, like, some they can get into an argument or somebody fall out with somebody else in the family. And, like, and so what's her reason for not saying it? She said she just don't know how to say it and she's scared, honestly. Like, we, had, we sat down and had a real conversation about it. She was like, I just don't know what to say. I don't know what the reaction is going to be. I want to just wait till she's a little bit older to make sure that she really just gonna make it worse. I'm like, uh, oh, I mean, I can't tell you what to do. That's your child, okay? I wonder has she has she thought about like going to therapy, like family therapy, and kind of like working through it through that and trying to figure out how to. I don't know, honestly. I didn't want to push it because I could tell it was kind of like one of those subjects that's like uneasy for her. But right. She mentioned it. We talked about it for like five, ten minutes, and then I let it go. So I was like. Uh, Wow. Yeah. That's heavy. <laughs> yeah. That's heavy. Um, yeah. I, I don't I don't think I'd ever have to do that. Yeah, if I adopt, I'm definitely gonna be very open about it and let them know everything because I do not want to be in one of them lifetime movie situations. <laughs> mm. Okay. Yeah, my cutoff. I want if I ain't have no kids by 35, like I ain't birthed them, push them out. <laughs> Drop them. Out. <laughs> then I'm gonna. That's when I would start to consider. Cause I'm. I'm sorry. Pregnancy is hard enough. I ain't trying to be forty and hurting. <laughs> right. What age do y'all think? Like y'all would say, no, I'm not having any more kids. You said when? Like what age do you feel like? No, I. If I'm. Not, if I don't have kids by this age, I'm not having kids. Oh, thirty-five. Oh. Like I said, if if I haven't pushed, so I, I'll be thirty-one Sunday. <laughs> if I ain't pushed them out in the next four years we either gonna adopt or that's it period I agree with that because the older you get the more dangerous it gets I ain't pressed I about that right now though 38 would be my huh? you would be okay being pregnant at 30 yeah because my I'm mom not, had a baby I wouldn't want to be pregnant within the next five years right uh, I mean that's true okay. so I, would, I wouldn't want to start till I'm like 35 so Mm-hmm. Would that's you like? Would you freeze your eggs, like just in case you want to? No, that's expensive. And like I said, I'm fine if I don't have kids, so I'm not yeah. going to. So it's kind of like a situation, like once you get married, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like yep. whatever. Okay, I feel it. That's true too. And it's I cool. Say, you can be the auntie Leisha without the gifts. And I say 35, but who really knows? Who knows? There have been. I know couples that have tried for a long, long time, and then finally they. Like years, and then finally something happens. You never know. 
And then you also never know how life's going to work out. It might not be good timing. So. My mom had my brother at 38 and she turned out just fine. She did? Oh, wow. Right. I didn't know that either. I don't know how, I don't know how old I thought she was, but I didn't think she was 38. People have kids in their 40s and are fine. Janet Jackson had a kid. I know they are, but I'm just saying, just statistically speaking, like how sometimes, you know, they say the risks are higher for your kids to develop things like Down syndrome and just so many other things because of the age. So that's why, you know, I'm just thinking. I would just say pray over your children, Chad. Children. That sounds like a a multitude. (laughs) Children is two. Yeah, that's too too many. Oh my god! <laughs> you have Lexi's answer. The people have spoken. <laughs> right. So yeah, I don't know. I hopefully after school. What I told him is after school is done. What's up? <laughs> okay. Go ahead and start talking about it. Figuring out when. So you'll be next. Probably. No, Probably. Alicia gonna Unless be next. She just gonna. Oh, baby, then you ain't got to worry about that. What you say, Chanel? Alicia going to be next. She just don't know it. What? Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> How you plotting on her uterus like that? I guess she having conversations with God. I don't know about it. We talk about that. <laughs> the Lord has not spoken to me. Okay. <laughs> but nah. And she's going to find her husband, Yeah, you over there talking all that junk. You know you're going to be the most fertile, so... Um, well, Chanel is getting on birth control. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, huh. Birth control fail every day, dog. <laughs> it ain't never failed with me, so... You pregnant on birth control every day, B. <laughs> I, I serve a good guy who knows what my womb is ready for when it is ready. What? You know, the, the other thing about kids is like they are expensive. They Man, are. tell me like, about it. They, are they said that it's what US USDA said it is at least thirteen thousand dollars you're going mm-hmm. to spend on your child at minimum. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. We got about first school, off. Think, think about how up to like sixty thousand dollars. First <laughs> off. Bruh, just diapers and wipes is expensive. You know what, bruh? (laughs) (laughs) And then wait until they really start eating. And then formula is expensive, too. Mm -hmm. And then daycare? Daycare is a rip. The amount of daycare is a mortgage. Right. I... I wanted to stay at home, mom. I really, really did. But it's not looking like, I mean, and I do have that liberty. He was already like, you know, if you want to stay home until they go to school, that's cool. But I have my own career plan and things that I want to do. So I can't just sit around five years (laughs) waiting on you to go to school. So the timing of everything is going to be interesting. So we'll see. And not in a real way. I mean, I don't want to look at my kids all day like that anyway. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I love you, but mama need her time, you know? Oh, yeah, that's still going to be the case. You gonna- I don't want to be a train wreck and going crazy because I'm in a house. No. But see, okay, so, prime example, my last lady, stay-at-home mom, right? She, what she did to give herself a break, she kept him, and he's four now, so. Oh, wow, it's really been that long. 
So, because I met her when she was pregnant. Um, she kept him every day until he was old enough to go to pre-K. Okay. And then when that happened, well, or daycare, so three. When that happened, she would sit him there twice a week just so she could have me day. Oh, okay. Now, I could do that. She most of the time. But, like, he would go to daycare, I think, like, Fridays and another random day she would pick. And he, would, he wouldn't even stay the whole time. It would just be, like, five or six hours. Okay. I can do that. And I was like, you know what? I never thought about it. That's a good idea. Because I'm just going to bring them to one of y'all houses, but I could do that too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my thing. Just because somebody ain't got no kids does not mean <laughs> you want all your kids at our house. No. Listen, I bring snacks and money. Don't I like bring that. snacks, oh. wine, and money. Oh, she good. We're going to... It don't work like that, no. There's a reason somebody doesn't have kids. And it's not look, don't get look, don't get my grandma started on that conversation. <laughs> she was bringing you snacks, wine, and money. First off, I'm gonna take my kid and drop them off when I want to drop them off. If I ask you to watch my kid, so stop complaining. What did you say? You cut off at the beginning. I said, I said, when I want you to watch your guy saying you're going to watch him. Oh, I, I think you rephrased it. I, I meant you didn't think <laughs> <laughs> She did. She ain't say it like that first time. No, she did. <laughs> she had a little more voice than her voice the first time. <laughs> now, have y'all ever, I mean, well, obviously, Alicia's babysat her nephew. Did y'all enjoy babysitting? I used to babysit my goddaughter all the time, and I enjoyed it every moment. Well, we've always known that, like, we've watched you with children over the years. Obviously, we've known you forever, and we knew from jump, like, okay, she's going to be a mom, which I found was so interesting because you're always, you're such a, um, what's the, alpha female and aggressive sometimes. To see you switch to be so gentle <laughs> is an interesting thing to watch sometimes. It is. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking at you. Oh, you just making a face? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it is interesting to see. It's cute. So you'll be babysitting permanently and let me know how that goes. I pray that you get some sleep. I'm going to get all the sleep. Are you going to put him on a schedule? I hear people saying... Like, that's a debate moms have, too. I'm going to see what God allows me to do. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Well, I don't have no more questions, I don't think. Right. Well, you know, we'll tune in and find out all about it once, you know, I go under, under the thingy and have the baby. Under the thingy? I mean, the seat, whatever. Y'all, pregnancy brain. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. On that note, we're going to move right along to the end. That was a good conversation. Interesting to have. So today's affirmation for the week is going to be specific to what we're talking about. That's what we're going to shift it to. So this is for my mommies and my moms-to-be. This week, meditate on I Trust My Intuition. So many times I hear about moms second-guessing themselves, not being sure, and we talked about it. So just meditate on, I trust my intuition. Because we all have it. If animals do, we do too, right? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Chanel sign us off, girl. Well, you guys, don't forget to follow us on Instagram.
Instagram <laughs> at M-O-M-W underscore podcast. And if you want us to give you some advice, you know, write into us at M-O-M-W.pod at gmail.com. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Memoirs of Millennial Women podcast. Don't forget, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review.